Welcome to Talking in Vain, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. I'm Dawn Berendt, the Infusion Nurse Educator for the INS. Today's podcast is Improving Health, Making an Impact Through Service on Boards. My guests are Kimberly Harper and Lori Benson. Kimberly Harper has nearly 40 years of healthcare experience. She is Chief Executive Officer of the Indiana Center for Nursing an organization that unites statewide nursing education and practice leaders to effect change in the Indiana nursing workforce. In her CEO role, she also serves as the nursing co-lead for the Indiana Action Coalition, which serves to implement the recommendations of the Institute of Medicine's Future of Nursing report. In addition, Kimberly serves as chair of the board of directors of the National Nurses on Boards Coalition, which unites national nursing organizations toward the goal of improving health care through the service on nonprofit or corporate boards. Kimberly demonstrates a strong commitment to bringing voice to the profession of nursing and preparing tomorrow's health care professionals. Lori Benson is the executive director of the Nurses on Boards Coalition. The Nurses on Boards Coalition's mission is to improve healthcare in communities across the nation by advancing at least 10,000 nurses to serve on nonprofit, corporate, and government boards by the year of 2020. Lori is also a successful co-founder and former CEO of an $80 million technology firm. Lori has served on eight corporate boards in technology, finance, insurance, engineering, manufacturing, and service industries. Additionally, she has expertise in active engagement in healthcare. Lori and Kimberly, thank you for being my guests today on Talking in Vain. Lori and Kimberly, I am delighted that you can be with us today. Uh, Let's start our discussion by having you tell us about the Nurses on Boards Coalition. I'd like to have you share some of the background information with our listeners. Well, this is Kimberly, and I am pleased to tell a little bit of the story um, since I was there from the very beginning. It all goes back to that book that we all know so much about, The Future of Nursing, Leading Change and Advancing Health. And that was the Institute of Medicine at that point that put the book out many, many years ago. And in that book, one of the recommendations was recommendation number seven, and that was to prepare and enable nurses to lead change and advance health. And I think we have come light years since that. Based on that, um, it was interesting at the time that the Senator Champion Nursing in America, which was funded by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation and housed in AARP, pulled a group of nurse leaders of nursing organizations at the national level together. And this happened in the spring of 2014. And I was honored to be invited to that table. At that point in time, I was the current president of the National Forum of State Nursing Workforce Centers. Since that time, now I'm a past, past past, I think, president. But at that point, you know, I was the president and it was very um, involved at the very beginning of putting this together. At that first meeting in Washington, D.C. In, in the spring of 14, Susan Hassmiller and Susan Reinhardt brought us together and said, what do you think about the possibility of improving health through nurses serving on boards and commissions and areas where their voices could be heard and decisions made, being made across America with regard to health care. 
And so there were 21 of us there at that meeting, and it was a very interesting conversation, and we all got very excited about it. At the end of that um, long day, we were asked to go back to our respective organizations, and as I said, there were 21 different national nursing and healthcare organizations at the table, and talk about it and say, you know, though we're all busy doing our strategic plans and all these other things that these organizations did um, respectively, what was the possibility of them joining together to really focus on one goal, and again, that goal being to improve health of America? And interestingly enough, the group was brought back again then in October um, of that year, and again, this was 2014, and we were asked, you know, what do people think? And interestingly enough, 100% unanimously, every group decided that they wanted to participate. So we kicked it off, and at that point in time, the Nurses on Boards Coalition was organized, and it was put together. We, at the beginning, were um, housed um, financially through the American Nurses Foundation, and we were set off to do our work by a very generous grant through the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. And since that time, we have been moving and shaking. Um, We have grown member organizations. We're now at 28. We have strategic partners, and we'll talk more about all that. But um, it's really become a momentum, you know, across America. And it's interesting that at this point in time, you rarely go to a nursing meeting or an organized um, group of nurses that at some point in time, the concept of nurses serving on boards does not come up. Very good. Thank you, Kim. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch my next question to you as well. Tell us about the Nurses on Board Coalition and its mission and why is this mission important? The mission of the Nurses on Boards Coalition is to improve the health of our communities and the nation through the service of nurses on boards and other governing bodies. Again, we're all about improving the health of our communities and the nation. Everything that we do is with regard to focus on that particular issue. We want to improve the health. In doing so, you know, we believe that we can do that strategically by getting the voice of nurses to the right tables where those decisions are being made. You know, in regard to the why, you know, I think why is because we know that all boards benefit from the unique perspective of nurses to achieve the goals of improved health and efficient, effective health care at the state, local, and national level. It's the voice of nurses that can bring home information when decisions are being made. You know, nurses are there with patients. You know, we have a very unique set of skills that we bring to the table, and that set of skills really um, sets us apart from other individuals that serve on those boards. Not that those other individuals aren't just as important as we are, because they bring a whole other set of skills, but nurses bring a separate set of skills. And so when we get that set of skills to the table, especially with regard to decisions that are being made about health care at the local, state, or national level, the decisions and the outcomes improve based upon what the nurses bring to the table. Yes, yes. So, Lori, let's turn to you, and I'm going to ask you to tell us about the primary goals of Nurses on Boards Coalition. Thank you. So, as Kim has shared, the mission is inspiring. We needed to think about how are we going to make it so. So as a result of a very highly engaged member meeting last year, we came upon five strategic imperatives that guide our work every day and in all we do in support of making the mission come to life in communities across the nation. So the first of the five strategic imperatives is to facilitate board placements. 
And that's really the heart and soul of our work. We know that to fulfill and sustain our mission, we need to make sure we have the right nurse on the right board for the right reasons in every community across the nation. And that's going to be happening as a result of a grassroots effort. So for facilitating board placements, we look at both identifying opportunities, preparing nurses to serve, and supporting them when they're in those roles. The second is to create a dynamic organization focused on transformative growth. So you can probably tell nothing about the Nurses on Boards Coalition is maintenance mode. We are blazing our own trail at at the right time. So we became a 501c3 public charity last year, which was the vision of the founders, and we have successfully raised the funding and support to sustain, not only support our work, but to sustain it well into the future. The third is to promote collaboration among state and national organizations to integrate strategies. And I want to talk about this for a moment. As you can imagine, those who are listening, you live in different communities across the country. We know there have been many nurses serving on boards and involved in this important work for years before the Nurses on Boards Coalition existed. So what we did initially was bring together an inaugural advisory council to guide us in shaping the strategy and implementation plan to involve every state in this work. And they were from urban and rural, and we had such diverse thinking and suggestions and perspectives represented. So today we're proud to share that in every state in the District of Columbia, we have one local Nurses on Boards Coalition contact who coordinates with all those who are passionate about our mission in their own states. And at the national level, we share best practices, we provide resources and support in order that they, they are able to be successful at the state and local level. And that part of our work is growing momentum every day. Then demonstrating the impact of nurses on boards is our fourth. And this one is very important as we spread our mission and our message beyond the nursing profession. So the first step was asking nurses to share their stories about why they serve. And over 200 of these are on our website. Please take a look at those. And for the nurses listening, consider sharing your own story. Additionally, we have a group of work uh, work group associated with considering what research is appropriate for us to be a part of. And we're excited to launch that our first work research uh, project is going to be kicking off very shortly. So um, more to come. And we also want to coordinate additional opportunities to collaborate with important research that's being done by others across the country. And lastly, develop member value and synergy so that we can continue to keep our 28 member organizations, including the Infusion Nurses Society, engaged in our work for years to come. So those are the primary areas of focus, and we are making great success. We have momentum in all of them. And the clear direction is really enabling us to engage others in a way that's meaningful for them and give us flexibility so that more and more can be a part of our our work to improve health across the country. Wow, your passion is so evident. Um, it's a, it's really fun to talk to you because you just are on fire about your cause. 
So, Lori and Kimberly, um, let's talk now about some statistics. How many national board opportunities are we aware of right now? We have multiple efforts in place underway to identify both at the national, state, local level. So at a national level, we're having conversations with several nonprofit organizations. For example, Project Cure. We work with them in Arizona to identify nurses to engage with them and then learned that they have ambassadors across the country. So we're talking to them about identifying nurses to serve on their boards, which is a global health vision. We also have talked to organizations that are in businesses and working with startup companies. And then we have opportunities that have come to us from federal commissions and appointments. So at the national level, we have a multifaceted approach to engage um, referrals and identifying opportunities that we share then with our members, our state contacts, and our partners to identify the best candidates. And as far as the opportunities, every time we get an opportunity, we really get excited because this is the heart of our mission. I can give you an example where an organization, Trips for Kids in Portland, Oregon, was looking for a nurse leader who had a passion for helping children it learn and to enjoy and thrive in the outdoors two wheels at a time on bikes. <laughs> and we matched with a nurse from Boston, Children's, who this has been her lifelong passion in her work. And she'd been involved in helmet safety, safety et cetera. Well, we were able to bring them together, um, and that's the way that our story gets told and our work gets done and the impact is felt. Another one would be a healthcare system in Ohio, where they were looking for a nurse leader, but it couldn't be someone local that would have conflicts there. So they had a strong ecosystem of business leaders and um, medical specialists. Well, we brought forward a slate of candidates, and they selected one that was a great match for, for them, and where they were able to add a nurse leader's perspective to the voice, which they knew was so important, but they needed to find someone from outside their local area beyond people that were known to them. Wow. Okay. Wow. So... Let's talk about member organizations and strategic partners and founding partners. So as Kim mentioned, we have 28 national nursing member organizations who basically have committed to help us do the work. So each one of them dedicates a representative that volunteers. And Kim is a volunteer as our chairman of the board. It has been from the beginning. These are highly dedicated individuals, professionals, who are helping us move the work forward. We also have 54 strategic partners, and strategic partners also commit to collaborate with us to advance our mission in some way, and we are very proud of the diverse base of support we have, ranging from hospitals, schools of nursing, businesses, VC firms, professional organizations, and a whole range of others. Because as you can appreciate from talking with us today, there's a place for everyone to join us in this groundbreaking work. And we talked about founders. Well, the nursing organizations who were at the table when Kim was there, and I still, every time I hear that story, I think about how profound it is. They all came together around this work. They are our founding members. And then for our strategic partners and sponsors that have joined us in the last two years, we've also given them the designation of founders because truly this is groundbreaking 
works, and we are making history together. It is a beautiful coming together of organizations and people who care deeply about the health of all people in our country. So let's change our conversation, and let's talk now, kind of bringing it home. Tell us why it's important for nurses to avail themselves to serve on boards. Well, as I mentioned earlier, nurses bring a special set of skills, and there's no question that that's the case. We have skill sets that no one else really has exactly like we do. And if we think about infusion nurses and you think about the roles that they play, you know, the venues in which they practice, you know, inpatient acute care settings and and in um, infusion centers and in home infusion and all the places that we are, nurses develop the set of skills that they need in areas such as leadership, quality and process improvement. My gosh, who can do that better than nurses, right? Our communication skills are top notch at every level. We can nurses can talk and have a communication with anybody at any level at any point in time. You know, we have great human resources skills, strategic planning. Oh my gosh, when you think about nurses, I mean we do everything, you know, through the nursing process. You know, some of us laugh about we go to the grocery store using the nursing process <laughs> because that's what we do. We think things through in that way. And so that really avails us the perfect opportunity as we move forward, you know, into board roles where we can use those skills and our skills with finance that we've developed, you know, along the way, um, and teamwork, you know, working together as a team, being respectful to other individuals on that team, using our humble inquiry to ask questions and, and, and not just go, like, gangbusters into, well, you know, we sh- you shouldn't be doing it like that. It's like, you know, tell me how you, why you chose to do it that way. And, you know, are there other options maybe available to you? And nurses just have a way about being able to do that that is very, very unique from the set of skills that most individuals at the board table bring. You know, it's interesting that when boards um, were asked what kind of skills and competencies did they ask um, individuals to bring to the table, it's amazing how they match. You know, what they ask for is communication, you know, in reference to emotional intelligence and relationship building and social etiquette. Gosh, nurses are great at that. Cultural competence and awareness, diversity, inclusion, um, leadership, being a strategic global thinker or a visionary, you know, and being mission-driven. Gosh, when you think about nurses, who's more mission-driven than a nurse? The nurses that we work with every day and that we um, have shared our collegiality with are excellent at doing that. So by putting the the need for specific set of skills and competencies together with those skills and competencies that nurses bring, it's a perfect match in order to improve the outcomes of the decisions that are being made in the boardroom. I agree. So tell us how to register on the Nurses on Boards Coalition website. Visit our website, please, at www.nursesonboardscoalition.org to register. When you register, you have the opportunity to indicate your interest in serving on boards or to register your current board seats. And when you register your board seats, please include all the different and diverse board roles you serve. So if you're serving on a school board, a county board, a commission at the governor's level, something nationally, a nonprofit, a startup, a private or public company, 
please include all of them. We want to know all the leadership roles that you currently hold as a nurse. So we are counting those board seats. And you asked earlier how we're doing. Well, we've just crossed the 5,000 milestone, which is a tipping point. However, yes, last month. So at the same time, we know there's many more nurses serving. So please register your board service to be counted or to indicate your interest and help us move that thermometer toward the strategy of 10,000 by 2020. We will achieve that goal with your help. And then what's wonderful, once you register, you will be receiving our monthly newsletter. We know everybody is busy, so we don't send you multiple communications, but we use that as a summary source. You will always have a message from Kimberly, our chair, who you heard from today, and also that you will have access to new resources, webinars, contacts, information that will support you in your board journey. And we want to make sure we're here to help you with the best information, resources, and support as you raise your voice in new ways. So after registration is complete, you will be getting updates from us, as well as your information will be shared with the state contact, like we talked about earlier, so that they can help keep you in mind for local opportunities. And we encourage you to get very involved, not only registering on our website, but go out and make your own action and connect in your state to see how you can help in support of the efforts that are happening at a local basis. Excellent. And thank you in advance for registering <laughs> and for those of you who already have. Yes, yes. Each and every one. And bring one, too. Bring someone along. You register and get one of your friends to do it, too. That way we get there twice as fast. Excellent. Great point, Kim. <laughs> so, And we know nurses have lots of colleagues who are their friends. Absolutely. So the Infusion Nurses Society has joined the Nurses on Boards Coalition along or in the midst of 28 other national nursing organizations. Let's consider how specifically Infusion Nurses might impact patient care by service on a board. And I know we've talked about this, but let's just think of just a couple more things that we could add for our Infusion Nurse listeners. Well, I think there's no limit you know, to the places and the ways that they can impact patient care. You know, when we think about the decisions that are being made in boardrooms with regard to care, I think all too often we think of them as big and global and these are, you know, big things that are making national changes. That's not necessarily the case. So if you think of yourself, you know, as an infusion nurse that is, you know, someone that's, you know, a, a young mother, you know, or a father, and you have, you know, children, and you're, you think you're too busy maybe to do that because maybe you're even going to school and, you know, back to school and you're working full time and, and you're taking care of these patients in such a beautiful way and your patients have such strong needs for you. But when you think about other options of how you might be able to get involved, there are so many ways. And as I said, I think all too often people think of just the big ones, but, but it's Every single one's important. One of the lovely stories that I have and I love to tell is something that took place here in Indiana, and it was a young um, nurse, and that nurse was very involved um, at work but also at home, and he was a father of young children who played in youth sports, and his wife, um, who was also a nurse, sort of encouraged him to get involved in the board and advisory group of that youth sports league, And he thought, well, what good could he do? What difference could he really make? And in just a few months, that youth league had safer helmets. And as we nurses, you know, all know helmets and head lice go hand in hand. 
Um, and, you know, finding ways to have better, safer helmets, bats that didn't break as easily, and an AED on site for crazy grandparents like myself who get very involved and excited at, at our grandchildren's ball games. But, you know, that's a, it's a down-to-earth example. You know, he realized he didn't really put in a lot more time because he was going to be involved anyway. He was going to be there for the most part anyway. So why not, you know, get himself involved on that board? And I think there, that's just one of so many, many examples of all levels. And one of the things that I, I never want to have people lose sight of is that we hear this over and over and over, and Lori shared, you know, about asking nurses to share their story and their journey of board service on our website, the Nurses on Boards Coalition website. And in reading those and in talking to my colleagues and my peers about our service on boards, one of the things that comes up nearly every single time is that when we serve on boards and we donate our time, our talent, and our treasures to improving the health of our communities, we get more personally than we ever give. The intrinsic value can't be ignored because we're doing something that's really making a difference. And it's not to say that nurses in our everyday roles, infusion nurses and every other kind of nurse, is not making a difference in our daily activities at work. We are. But this is a different level. It's something in addition to the wonderful things that we do with our patients and the care that we deliver to our patients and the concerns that we share with our patients' families. It's an opportunity to give back at a different level, at a way that makes an impact not only for the one person that we're caring for today, but for many patients and for many people and citizens of our communities and our nation as we move forward. Well said. Lori? So Kim shared that so, yes, Kim shared that so powerfully. I will simply say, as you can tell, this is very important work, and it touches everyone. So specific to the infusion nurses, I would comment, like to comment about a couple of ways that we're already working together and then close with, as individuals, how we can really build on our shared momentum. Mary Alexander came to our member meeting in Washington, D.C. in October, and we asked our members to share what they're doing to work with the Nurses on Boards Coalition within the association. And so Mary gave a very inspiring report. Most recently, they included a cover story about our work and including examples and why the partnership came together in the first place with the Infusion Nurses Society as a member association. So Mary is very passionate about this work as a leader, and she's invited us to be an integral part of not only the newsletter, the insider, which we all love, um, but in many other ways. She and I co-presented last week at NSO, Nurses Services Organization to talk to all of their partners. And everywhere we go, she goes, Mary talks about the work of the Nurses on Boards Coalition. And we all know leading by example makes a difference. So in addition, coming back, to, we've had long conversations about, you know, how can we get more infusion nurses involved in this work? So one of the things we've talked about is really for each of you to think about where you live and where in your local community 
is there an organization that's associated with both your skills and experience, but just as importantly, your passion? What do you care deeply about? So the very best way to engage is to think personally about where you might contribute in new ways by raising your voice, where you live and work. And then approach the organization. Consider approaching the organization and letting them know of your interest in serving if there's an opportunity to do so. And sometimes there isn't an immediate board opportunity, but by volunteering that you'll get to know the people and they'll get to know you and those natural natural pathways evolve. But we really think about um, very strategically and very intentionally that for us to improve health, in communities across the nation, then every nurse has to raise their voice and do it in a way that you're comfortable with and that matters most to you. So we know everybody's busy. Um, there's all kinds of excuses. This isn't what's going to put you over the top. So we encourage and invite all of you who are listening to say, where might you be willing to serve in addition to what you do today? And if there's any way we can help, please reach out to us. That's what we're here for. We want to make your story a story of impact to improve the health of others. Thank you. Lori and Kimberly, I do want to sincerely thank you for joining me on today's uh, edition of INS's Talking in Vain. I want to remind our listeners that today's guests were Lori Benson, Executive Director, and Kimberly Harper, the Nurses on Boards Coalition Chair and Founding Member. We appreciate your expertise, your enthusiasm, and the opportunity to discuss Nurses on Board's Coalition. This concludes this session of Talking in Vain. Thank you for listening.